0: Welcome back. We are going to react to the NFL Divisional Round. We have the final four teams remaining. It is the Bengals. It is the Chiefs. It is the Niners. And the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, my Giants did not really show up, unfortunately, in this round. But we'll talk about the Jags-Chiefs matchup. Giants-Eagles, Bengals-Bills, and Cowboys-Niners from yesterday. Another year where Dallas falls short. But not much of a surprise. I kind of thought Dallas had a shot to win that game. And they really did, but we'll get into that later. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the video. Leave a like, and let's get into it. So first game, it was Jags at Chiefs, so the Jags only lose by seven. They kept it close for the most part. Of course, this was a weird game because Mahomes left for a bit but came back in the third quarter. It was actually very reminiscent of the Chiefs divisional round from 2020 when Mahomes left the game with a concussion versus Cleveland, and Chad Henney came in, had that big run on third down to basically set up the fourth and one, and then Tyreek won the game. Um, so it's kind of like that in a way, but yeah, the Jaguars, I mean, look, if you're a Jags fan, you have to be excited about what the future holds. I would say your quarterback, for the most part, went toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. Of course, Lawrence had the bad interception at the end, but... Aside from that, the guy played a pretty excellent game. And of course, that Jamal Agnew fumble on Kansas City's 9-yard line, that was an absolute killer. So, you know, if Agnew scored there, I mean, you make it a three-point game at that point and there's a good chance that they had a shot to come back down, you'll know, get a stop, of course, come back down and tie the game with a field goal. They did get a field goal eventually, but that was to go down 7 and then of course they did not recover the onside kick. So, a very close one there for Jacksonville, but I will say that's a a good season for them. They are building in the right direction. Um, they started off the year with a pretty bad record. They were like two and five, two and six, and. They stormed back, made the playoffs. The Titans, of course, had injuries. They fell off completely, so a great second-half run by Jacksonville. They had that great comeback last week against the Chargers. So they've shown here, even with Trevor Lawrence on his rookie contract, and they still have more money to go out and spend next year, um, which is very exciting for Jags fans. This team can go places. You have your guy. You know, Number 16's legit. He's going to be here for a while, Trevor Lawrence. So he made some great plays. Of course, Mahomes with a bum ankle, they still were able to win this game. But as they said on the broadcast, this does not feel like the last Mahomes versus uh, Lawrence playoff battle we'll ever see. So we might get some more of this in the future, but the Jags did cover. That was nice. They, They made the right choice at the end. They went for the field goal try to get the onside, go for a Hail Mary. It didn't exactly work out that way. But unfortunately, two pretty costly turnovers there by the Jags at the end cost them this game, but they did hang around in Kansas City. Giants had Eagles, got ugly pretty quickly. Pretty unfortunate game if you're a Giants fan. But uh, so Philly went up 28-0. You knew at halftime it was over. Boston Scott found the end zone because why not? He always scores against the Giants. I think that's uh, 18 career touchdowns and 11 against the Giants, which is just like, you can't make that up. So, Philly, they're kind of playing with their food, and it it worked out for them. So, the Giants were outclassed in every way, offensively, defensively. The Eagles' defense got pressure. They took away everything the Giants wanted to do. The one positive play was a Saquon Barkley 39-yard run, but outside of that, the Giants' offense did nothing. They had a touchdown drive. You know, Matt Breda scored. That was cool, but... Aside from that, the Giants had nothing, and I mean nothing offensively. It was rough. So Jalen Hurts, you know, second game back since the injury. He looked much better this time, but didn't have to do a whole lot. 24 pass attempts, only 154 yards, had nine carries for 34 yards and a touchdown. So he didn't look like his usual dominant self, but... You know, Jalen Hurts is looking better than he did in that last game in the regular season. So, of course, Philly has a big game where they are two and a half point favorites in the NFC Championship game. We'll see what happens there. I picked Philly before the playoffs and I'll probably stick with them. I feel like they are going to win that game. The Niners didn't look too, too sharp last week. So we'll see what happens in that one. But it should be a fun game. And like I said, for Jacksonville, if you're a Giants fan, I mean, you have to be satisfied with what you saw this year. I mean, this game sucks. The way this ended was very awful you don't want to go out losing by 31 points but I would say for where this team was supposed to be I'm a guy that expected the Giants to win six games this year so to go 10-8-1 total win a playoff game and have it come down to a playoff game at Philly I mean it's it's pretty successful I mean it just it sucks that this was the final score if they went out to Philly and they lost like 24-21 or something like that you know you'd be like all right like we're we're there like we're close but after seeing this type of loss even the giants gm said it today like the talent discrepancy between philly and the giants it's a lot so the giants have some work to do it may take new york at least a couple years to get on a philly's level but hopefully if they build the team the right way they can get there eventually but yeah philly makes it to the nfc championship game this i would say is the most unexpected outcome of the week you had the Bengals on the road at the bills it was snowing you figure that's a great scenario there for the Bills, but the Bengals win this game by 17 points, 27 to 10. And for Buffalo, who, you know, for the most part, has had a very potent offense this year to put up 10 points in your playoff game. I mean, that barely beat out the Giants. That was bad. So very sad there for, for Buffalo, how this thing ended. Of course, they have that great fan base, but the Bengals, they're impressive. You cannot sleep on that team. Like they they are built for the playoffs they have figured it out. I mean, Joe Burrow was pretty damn good. 242 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. So Joe Mixon, hundred yards and 20 carries. You'll take that. Something is just not right with Buffalo. I mean, I kind of felt it coming into the playoffs. I was stupid. I still picked them to go all the way. I definitely regret that now, but I figured the bills would overcome that stuff. And once the playoffs started, they would really just like zone in and be like, all right, like stop effing around here. Let's go. But It was not able to click for them. This was pretty bad. So I think there's a combination of a few things. I mean, of course, there was no running game. The best running game they had was Josh Allen, who had eight carries for 26 yards, but Devin Singletary, six for 24, James Cook, five for 13. Not much of a running game there. The Bills' offensive line was never dominant. It's not complete garbage, but they got overmatched today or on Sunday by the Bengals' pass rush, so I have to say that. And even their second receiver spot, it was supposed to be Gabe Davis this year. He just never turned into the guy that they thought they would get back when he had that four-touchdown game in the uh, divisional round last year. And then, you know, just out of curiosity, his stat line in this game was two catches for 34 yards. And last year it was like 200 yards and four touchdowns. So uh, Gabe Davis almost had a big, long catch in this game that would have been big but um, he did drop it, I think, or either it was he dropped it, I think kind of dropped it, but it was kind of a nice defensive play too, so 50-50 there, but um, Josh Allen gave him a nice ball, but yeah, Allen did miss some throws, he missed Diggs on the opening drive, things like that, so Josh Allen was not perfect, but I feel like this team needs a wide receiver too, like, a Stephon Diggs is awesome, of course, Dawson Knox is a, you know, fine starting tight end, but aside from those two guys, you don't get any help from other guys, so, Cole Beasley in his early 30s, it's not really the answer. Uh, the Tupac Shakir guy, or what's his name, Khalil Shakir, um, you know, he made some plays for them, some big plays, but for the most part, maybe he's a, you know, maybe he might be a fine slot receiver in the future, but you have Isaiah McKenzie too, I don't know. But, you know, something about that Bill's offense has to change, and, you know, I, I forget if they fire Ken Dorsey or not, maybe they do. I would expect some type of change, and I, I do think, you know, I'm, I'm not just saying this as a, as a Giants fan, but... I do think they missed Brian Dable. I will say, like, Josh Allen, I guess statistically wasn't too far off from what he's done the past couple years, but I think the turnovers were a lot bad. He was not taking the checkdowns as much this year. So I will say, once uh, once Brian Dable left, you didn't see the same Josh Allen. So that could be correlation. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But um, the Bengals get an easy win here, so that was very unexpected. Josh Allen had the late interception, and that wrapped the game up. So since he goes on the road to play a – You know, Patrick Mahomes-led team where Mahomes has the high ankle sprain. And I think Cincinnati right now, they're favorites by a point. So... You never know. I mean, I could definitely see the Bengals getting that win. We saw it last year. Like, literally saw it last year. They went there in the championship game. The Bengals were underdogs last year. They went there and won. Went to the Super Bowl. Almost won it, of course. But um, it, it should be a fun game. I'm excited for this one. So a one-point spread. You have Mahomes, Burrow. I do wish Mahomes was completely healthy, but hopefully he heals up by then pretty nicely. But this is a pretty chalky Final Four, I will say. Like this, Nobody really expected this to be the, the final outcome. I mean, I shouldn't say nobody because, as I said, it is pretty chalky. But you figure one of these underdog teams was going to take advantage and maybe get to the uh, championship round. But in the NFC, it's the top two seeds. And in the AFC, I mean, the two-seed loss, which was the Bills, but you have the one versus the three. And you have you know, the, the Bills are not the Bills. The Bengals are the lowest seed, and there are three seeds. So, you know, no, like, surprise teams this year made a big run. But the, uh, I feel like last year the Niners were like, what, the sixth seed maybe? And they made that run to the NFC Championship game and they were very close to winning if uh, that safety caught the ball. I'm sure Niners fans still have nightmares about that. But, yeah, it should be a fun championship round. Uh, there is one more game left, of course. We have the Dallas Cowboys. Got to get to them. The Cowboys lose 19-12. Dak Prescott, a couple of bad interceptions, of course. That was pretty rough to see there. Um, Brock Purdy wasn't amazing, but he was fine. Like They had a tough time finding the end zone, that was for sure. Um, a lot of field goals in this game. Robbie Gold made one, two, three, three field goals. They had the McCaffrey touchdown and then Robbie Gold made the uh, field goal with three minutes to go to go up by seven but um you know Brett Maher I don't think he actually he missed an extra point it was blocked and I do think he would have missed it anyway but um you know Brett Maher they had the kicking problem it didn't seem like he was god awful he didn't make both of his field goals his long was 43 I think his other one was like 25 it was close so you know, I think Robbie Gold, by the way, to give Robbie Gold a bit of a shout-out here, he's never missed a playoff field goal. I saw that tweet, so that's very impressive. That man's been playing since, like, 2004. I mean, like, Robbie gold has been around forever, so shout-out to Robbie Gold. so that's awesome. But, you know, the Niners' defense, they are phenomenal. They baited Dak into some bad throws, and the first interception was, like, he tried to fit it in between uh, the corner and the safety, underthrew it a bit, tried to fit it into Gallup, and... The corner made a great play, kind of like backpedaled, made a nice play. Then the other one was just a stupid forced throw by Dak, tried to just fit it in to CD on like one of those sit-down routes, and it got batted in the air, intercepted. So Dak was being a bit careless with the ball there. Brock Purdy, he was sacked a couple times, but wasn't pressured all that much. I feel like Dallas's defense, I mean, they gave him a good shot to win the game, obviously. But when your offense is only putting up 12 points and turning the ball over like that, you hate to see it. You also wait to see what happened to Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, the Cowboys' running backs in a contract year, he's been playing very well on his. Or, um, I should I should say more than that. He's been fantastic on his rookie contract. So his rookie contract runs out this year, and unfortunately, he fractured his leg in this game. I would assume with a fractured leg that he'll be fine by the um, you know training camp next year preseason. But for that injury to happen right now, it just sucks for him. And obviously, he was one of the best Cowboys' offensive weapons. And Zeke. Zeke is hes washed. He's very washed. 10 carries for 26 yards. It is a tough defense, but yeah, that Zeke contract is just god-awful, so it's a shame. You had George Kittle make that ridiculous catch, which I think prolonged the drive that led to the field goal. Yeah, I think it was the last uh, play before the two-minute warning. He caught a 16-yard pass up the middle. He was bobbling the ball, made a great catch, led to the field goal. And everyone's making fun of Dallas because they ran one of the most ridiculous plays on the final play of the game. They had, like, no timeouts left. They were on their own 24-yard line. So the game was over. I mean, I figured they probably should have just ran a quick out route and picked up, like, five or six yards and at least got themselves in possible Hail Mary range. But they do this play where I think it was Zeke under center, which, like, why? I don't get that part. They put their running back under center, and they snap it to Dak. They have, like... All the offensive linemen on the outside, the receivers are behind them. And you're thinking like, all right, let's see what happens here. Let's see what they're cooking, right? And then, you know, it, it wasn't as bad as that Colts play with Pat McAfee, the time with the Colts back in like 2014, whatever that was. But um for the playoffs and just, you know, the level of this game, it was pretty embarrassing. I don't know what they did there. So I saw the argument was that at least with the Pat McAfee play, they were not supposed to snap that ball. In this one, in the playoff game yesterday, they meant to snap that ball. Like, that was a real play. So I don't know why the hell they did that, but they threw a the check down to a receiver who got popped right away, and, and that was the game. So the Niners, they got themselves that win, a pretty low-scoring game. I think that's like 31 total points, if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure. So pretty low-scoring game there. But anyway, yeah, so next round. We are going to have in the championship round the 49ers at the Eagles. It'll be 3 o'clock on Sunday. And the 6.30 game on Sunday is the Bengals at the Chiefs. So I guess I will make predictions for the hell of it because why not? So I will take the Eagles 30-24. to 24. I will take the Bengals 27-20. to 20. Feels like a lot. Uh, twenty twenty seven, right, f- you know what? F it. Twenty seven twenty. That was my first gut reaction. I'm just gonna go with that. So twenty-seven twenty uh Bengals and I said what twenty-four? I said twenty-seven I forget what I said for the Eagles game, but you guys know what I said. So we'll see what happens. Leave in the comments your predictions for these championship round games. Um hopefully the Giants get back there. Hopefully Jacksonville gets back. You know, that team has a bright future as well. So see what happens there but it's been pretty fun so far aside from that Giants game I would say the playoffs have been pretty enjoyable for the most part I do wish the Bills and Bengals was a better game obviously it was not and honestly a pretty depressing game but I guess seeing Dallas lose on Sunday night was pretty cool I don't really take like I, I know some Giants fans especially like they love seeing the Cowboys and the Eagles lose I don't get as much enjoyment out of it as I used to because, like, I am a Giants fan. Like, why would I care about these other teams? Like, I just care about my team. Like, maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way, but, like, that's how I've been for a while is, like, I don't care what they do. Philly has owned my Giants for as long as I've been alive, really. And Dallas, I mean, has owned us for the past... uh you know, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. So it's been a long time, but uh, I try not to look too much into those teams and what they're doing. But of course, seeing Dallas loses fun. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, that'll do it. Hope you guys enjoyed and I'll talk to you guys next time.